Welcome back, everybody, to, well, officially the first episode of the Geek Boutique Podcast for 2023. We've got a special guest with us here tonight. Before we get to all that, I want to wish everybody a super happy new year. Um, Absolutely. I, I hope that 2023 brings you amazing things and that you go out there and crush life. I know we've got a lot of plans coming up for 2023. Uh, my partner in crime over here, Mr. Jeff, Mr. At Messiah Complex Cosplay. Has a brand new, uh, some fa brand new facial feature today. Oh man, like it's. You know, I, I gotta address it right away because you know, I mean, the comments you? are gonna I jump on you it. Do. I think you know the comments just, are just gonna jump just... right on it. Yeah, so I'm doing something a little bit different with my facial hair. We had our technical difficulties pre-show for 15 minutes. I got lit up pretty good on that. So enjoy. I I am not the mustache itself. Apparently, is just too creepy. I'm not doing like a whole goatee because that's it's not you know 1995 and yeah the beard is just I'm just trying some different stuff so cut me well, some hey, slack I like kids it. I like well, it well, I appreciate that thank you I like it even though you got called Colonel Sanders I mean <laughs> I it, it kind of works but I like it thanks, I like it jumping that in there that's nice guys we're gonna be talking about body positivity and cosplay today and we've got a special guest here to chat about this with us I know just before we went live. We already started talking about the fact that we've all a little bit had some of these experiences. So um, I think this is going to be a fantastic conversation. Melissa, Serenity Cosplay. Hey. First time on the podcast. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. If you guys have not subscribed to the YouTube channel, please, please, please take a second and go subscribe. It costs you nothing. And it'll bring you hours of entertainment of, you know, these crazy idiots. Hours and hours. Hours and hours. Uh, so make sure you give us a, a subscribe and a like. It really, really helps us out. We want to make sure we grow the podcast as much as we can. Um, so give us a like. If you are listening to us on one of your favorite podcast platforms, we'll give us a like as well. Uh, and a follow. If you actually want to go follow us on Podbean, uh, geekboutique at podbean.com or geekboutique.podbean.com, I should say. Uh, that is our, our official page for our podcasts. We've got a bunch of people joining us live. Uh, Jordan's already commentating. I'm sure he is. Uh, should I start showing? You know what? How about we uh, get started first? I love the new facial feature, says Jamie. Yes, yes. Thanks, uh, Jamie. Yeah. Jamie's got my back. So sophisticated green arrow look, says. Uh, Ooh. Uh, Hey. I mean, it kind of, I'm telling like, you, it kind of works, like bud. That. There you go. Like, oh, that's, that's way better than Colonel Sanders. That's good. Yes, yes. And I have a Green Arrow cosplay. So, oh, do you really? There you go. I do. I didn't even yeah, know yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, it's well, not the comic show. It's the it's from the show. It's like the Stephen Amell one or whatever. Perfect. Still, yeah, yeah, yeah. He does do the old Oliver in the a little show, bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's one and episode. Apparently, but, uh, yeah. he's coming back for the final season of The Flash. He's coming back for an episode as Stephen Amell really? is coming back as Arrow for season uh, episode nine of the final season of The Flash. Interesting. So, yeah. I, I haven't watched any of it for years now. No, neither have I. But I did watch the original stuff. So Daigle's coming back as well, and yeah. yeah, a few of the other originals are coming back for the final season of flash because i think that's the only Arrowverse show that's left now so mm. yeah anyway uh michael michael myers is on myers corp saying almost a black adam dr fate look in fact that, yeah, that, yeah. I mean, you do have a little bit of a pierce brosnan thing going on oh there yeah with, uh, me and pierce, we're like absolutely uh, we're like this you, you know just like just like 
Okay, so today's podcast is not about Jeff's facial hair. It is not, <laughs> uh, but uh, we do have a, a, a brand new guest, so I feel like the obligatory puts you on the spot, tell you who you are, what you do, and why you're here. Oh, me? Yes. Uh, <laughs> so my name is uh, Melissa, otherwise known as Serenity Cosplay. I'm a uh, cosplayer from Winnipeg, Manasnoba, or Winterpeg, Manasnoba. Although, can't complain about the weather right now. It's actually pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I started creating all of my costumes as a young girl, and it's kind of turned into a whole cosplay slash business empire, although I'm more on a bridal side of things, but um, love cosplaying, love uh, creating new characters, creating new costumes, always growing and expanding. Helps with real life, helps with being a mom, helps with mental health, body positivity, all those good things. And so, what are we here to talk about today, Serenity? Oh, we are here to talk about body positivity, mental health, all of those good things that we should be bringing to light rather than pushing them aside as kind of like a faux pas or something that maybe wasn't openly spoken about before. But it's definitely something that needs to be brought up as someone um, who suffered through a lot of depression all through my teen years, all the way up through adulthood. Um It would have been really nice to have somebody to look up to even outside the cosplay community, but also within the cosplay community, just to kind of get that out there, get that conversation happening, know that you're not really alone and that um, we're all in this together. So especially with the pandemic now, too, that's brought on a whole different wide array of of uh, mental health challenges. And yeah. Let me ask you then, because I do find this when you get into some of the ideology of some of these some of these edicts, it, it people sort of have different interpretations of what these ideas mean. So when someone says body positivity to you, what does that mean to you specifically? It means feeling comfortable in your own skin. It means not letting um, your personal views or what other people may be projecting onto you um, influence how you live your life, how you enjoy yourself, how you put yourself out there. Um, yeah, that sort of thing. So when it comes to cosplay specifically, right. when you think body positivity, what, is that, what does that bring to mind for you? Just being confident in who you are, being just the embodiment of of confidence it all starts back with that but um i'm, I'm not too sure how to explain that. I'm so no, no 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 we're, I mean, we're gonna unpack it i'm just i'm looking yeah. for an initial question so same with you js when it comes when someone says body positivity to you for me what, it's what all about respect i i feel like and you're right that the pandemic i feel has exacerbated a little bit the situation where people now think that they can say whatever they want to people yeah, you know, because they're only the only method of converse, of communications that people have had over the last three years is on the internet, and you know how people talk to each other on the internet, and now they think that it's okay to talk to somebody like that and say things like that to somebody's face, you know. Yes. So um, I feel like you go to conventions now, and people are even more over the top about talking shit about people just yes. because of how they look. Um. We've had this conversation before. We've we've actually had a previous show on body positivity. 
I want to make the point that it's a conversation we need to keep having. Absolutely. You know, uh, maybe I'm, maybe I'm going on fast forwarding too quick here, but we need to keep having these conversations. We haven't had this conversation in too long. It's been almost actually it's been over a year since we've had this conversation. Um, So I think it's important that for me, the, the respect thing is, is what's missing right now. That's for me, the whole body positivity. You need to respect people, and if you can't respect people, then you don't belong out in the public. Yes. Like, don't go to a con if you can't respect other people. To me, that's yeah. that simple. Because for me, that's where body positivity really comes in. It's, it's. Uh, I, I agree with Melissa. Your own self confidence and your own self worth and self image is important, but it's to me even more important what you're projecting out to other people, and that you're not judging someone based on. How the, especially when it comes to cosplay. What have we said right from the jump from this channel? What have I been saying for years now? Cosplay is for everyone. It doesn't matter how you do it, why you go about it. As long as you're not hurting anybody, cosplay is for everyone. So if we're not exactly what you just said, JS, if we're not constantly reinforcing this, this positivity, not just attitude, not just like, oh, you made that or oh, you bought that, all that's, that's great. At the end of the day, guys, there is nothing nowhere on planet earth that gives anybody the right to come up to you and say something to you about how you look physically, regardless of what that is, age, height, weight, size, disability, whatever the case may be. Why in the name of all that is decent and holy, does anybody think it's okay to come up to you and say shit to you about this kind of stuff? It's 0% of their business and there's nothing that's going to come out of it. That's going to be any good. Mm-hmm. right so being positive hey you look great today or hey that cosplay is awesome or hey that's you look like you're so happy with what you're doing like that's what we're talking about to keep it as positive as we can but respecting people's physicality and how they look because it doesn't matter yes mm-hmm. i i also find that it's a huge thing with new up-and-coming cosplayers too um the younger generation um i find that they want to hear those good things. They want you to come up to them, regardless of what your skill is. Um, going up and saying, hey, I absolutely love this. Or I recognize your character. Bringing up things with people, just having those little conversations, giving them the confidence boost that they need. I know that a co- well, this past year, as well as the previous year with Winnipeg Comic Con, the amount of people who would see me at a con and then private message me later and say, hey, I just wanted to let you know, like, I saw you at the con, but I was so nervous to come up to you because I really loved your cosplay. And I just, I felt like I wasn't on the same level as you. So I didn't want to have that conversation, but I just wanted to let you know that you looked great. I'm like, where are you? Who are you tomorrow? I'm going to find you. Like, let's hang out. Let's have a coffee. Like, oh my goodness. Like, do you have a picture of who you were? I, you know, it's all about building that confidence right from the start because I know personally having friends who have kind of dropped out of the cosplay game because of people disrespecting their looks or, or disrespecting the characters that they're playing because they don't fit the general mold for them. It's disheartening and you don't want the cosplay community to be like that because that's really not what the cosplay community is all about. JS, you brought up a really good point in the pre-show about about that, about sort of staying in your lane or playing to your body type and and where you might get uncomfortable, you personally, when it comes to doing a cosplay. Do you want to expand on that a little bit, maybe? Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm getting bigger by the minute. I'm not going to lie. 
I'm not going to tell everybody what I weighed myself at this week because it's I, I was shocked at how heavy I am now. And I wear a goddamn spandex suit in the middle of a con. You know, so it's getting I'm getting more and more self-conscious about the cosplays that I'm going to do. And I'm already planning cosplays where, you know, cosplaying characters that fit the body type that I have. You know what I mean? Now, I want to make sure I, I, I'm very clear with what I'm about to say here. I, I'm not doing that because I don't want to get the hate. I'm doing that because when I cosplay, I, I want to try to represent the character as best as I can. And I don't feel that I would do Superman justice wearing a Superman spandex suit, right? Flip side of that is, is if you want to go ahead and wear a Superman spandex suit, it doesn't matter what size you are. Wear what you want to wear. The whole point is it's cosplay. (laughs) We're being giant kids here dressing up (laughs) and crying out loud, you know? So you do whatever you want to do. But... I, 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 there is a distinction there for me between how people might feel about themselves cosplaying something and what somebody might come up to you and say to you, which are two very different right. things. And, and, and I don't want to negate either side of the aisle. If you don't feel that you're comfortable in something, that's 100% fine. Vice versa, if you don't give a shit and just want to wear whatever you want to wear, then wear whatever you want to wear. It's it, nobody's fucking business what you're wearing. Uh, if they want to come up to you and say it's cool and this is neat and this is awesome and the confident confidence boosts the morale boosts the that'll make anybody smile. Yes, that'll make anybody smile. Um, but one bad comment will scrap your weekend. Oh, completely. Yeah, one bad comment will fuck up your weekend. And maybe we should actually go. Can we go down that route a little bit? Can of course. you guys? That's where mind? you and I have experience with this, and Melissa. Yeah. Too, Do you but... mind giving? Oh, telling us about some of these experiences that you may have had. Oh, definitely. Um, it, it's funny because also as part of my entire cosplay kind of um, career, as you will, I'm also part of a cosplay it's funny it's actually costume alliance that i'm part of but Mm -hmm. we go and we do kids events and we go and do charities and we work with children's hospitals and we visit sick kids and and we go and do book readings and community events and stuff like that and it's amazing how many comment how how different children are as opposed to adults where you would think the adults would be more adult in that situation but you have kids coming up to you oh Belle oh Snow White oh hi Wonder Woman I was you for Halloween how did where's your jet you know talking to you they don't see they don't see skin tone they don't see your weight they don't see any of that but I've had parents come up to myself as well as other members and be like well, should you really be wearing that outfit? Or you don't really look like the character. Why? Why do you have to be like, the kids are happy. Everyone's having a great time. If you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. But it's amazing, like I said, how the kids don't see that. They see you as the character. I walked in our Santa Claus parade and all the kids were like, oh, I was a butterfly for Halloween. And, but I was Wonder Woman last year and kids are screaming. But then you hear the, the comments from the parents like, oh, well, she looks nothing like Wonder Woman. It's like, well, 
what is the, does this make you feel better about yourself? What is the point of this comment? If your kid uh, is happy, what is the point of the comment? People suck. People just a little bit. Yeah, I think people sometimes yeah. think that or not think subconsciously are trying to make mm. themselves feel better about themselves. Meanwhile, they're just being complete asshats, right? Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of comments, guys. Uh, Megan was saying those short, positive, and encouraging interactions mean so much. I'm assuming that was to the comment earlier about uh, positivity. You know, yeah. going to a, a cosplayer, maybe a new cosplayer, or even if it's not a newer cosplayer, the positivity is always amazing. Um, but here's a Jen. I think it's easier said than done. Uh, those positive comments where people think they're saying something nice, it's actually offensive and shrug it off. Yeah, you know. That's completely true, too. Yeah, and Jeff has a lot of experience in that area. Um, I've You've told me some of those stories, which yeah, I will admit that I've even been guilty of doing something like that myself. It's a, yeah, it's, it's one of those where it's, and it's, I don't even think a lot of the time it's so just so we're clear guys, when we talk about body positivity, I think in a lot of cases, a lot of people sort of uh, categorize, mainly categorize that into fat shaming and fat phobia. And while that is a huge part of body positivity, again, it's all, it's all different bodies. So when I decide I'm going to do a convention and I'm, I'm going to be in a spandex suit, whether I'm doing Spider-Man or Omni-Man or Green Lantern or whoever, Blue Beetle, I end up sort of crash dieting myself and get down sort of as lean as I can. And specifically, now was that, was it October that that was happening? I, th I think it was October. It was when you were Omni-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was definitely October. So that Fan Expo uh, Limited That edition. would have been Fan Expo Limited, yeah. yeah. And I get skinny shamed pretty relentlessly by a lot of different people i got dms about it i got and again sometimes it was like oh I, I like you better with a little more weight on you or or you've really you know slipped like you look sickly or you don't you know i don't like you like i have literally people i have more than one person be like i don't like you like this and i'm like well i didn't do this for you you fucking jackass what makes you think it's your opinion doesn't mean anything at that point because again i understand what you're trying to do you're trying to be like you don't have to do this you don't have to lose weight to feel comfortable in this but i do mentally internally like js was just saying i try to stay in my lane and try to do things that are going to make me comfortable that i think oh, okay i'm going to look okay like that and this is the process that i go through i don't make stuff like you guys do i just try to transform my body into something that's closer to whatever it is that i'm going to be cosplaying and when you wear them spandex suits boy there is just no hiding nothing. There's, well, there's no, no hiding anything. No. There's no There are spanks for men, but I don't own any. So I just have to go out there with yeah. a dance belt and a spandex suit, and that's all I got going on. So I, I get where some of it's coming from, where they're trying to at least encourage me. Like, it doesn't really matter what weight you are. You look good. And, and guys, on that level, I appreciate it. But at the end of the day, what you're making me do is you're making me feel like shit for being the weight that I, that I currently am or the body tape that I currently am. So it doesn't matter if that means if you're shaming me because I'm bigger or you're shaming me because I'm skinny or you're shaming me because I'm short or you're shaming me because I'm disabled or whatever the case may be. Shaming is shaming. It doesn't matter what it is. And people feel like garbage. I had I had DMs after the fact. Now, mind yeah, you, we talked about this in an episode I and I did get some apology for, apologies for some people because, again, the intention wasn't necessarily to shame me. But at the end of the day, when you're like, you're too skinny, I don't like you like this. You Oh, you need to eat a sandwich or go get a burger or have a burger and a beer. Holy fucking shit. I must have got that 30 times at that con alone. Guys, man, how do you think that's going to make me feel? 
You know, I uh, yeah. I went to somebody that we both know very well. Um, I'm not going to say who. Um, and uh, I, I bumped into him at the Deadly Grounds Cafe. Oh, nice. And uh, and I was like, hey, bud, like, how's it going? And I'm like, man, like, you, like, are you okay? Like, you look like you've lost a lot of weight. Like, thinking, like, like, really thinking, like, are you actually okay? Not thinking that if he wasn't okay, he wasn't about to tell me. Or even if he was, what if know? he comes back and he's like, no, I have an operable cancer and I'm dying. Like, yeah, aren't you going to feel like, like the course. biggest piece of shit there's yeah. ever been? <laughs> so, you know, I'm... There's I'm, no good answer yeah, to that interaction, Like right? I said, I, I'm I'm guilty of that myself. And, and, and sometimes, like you were saying, Jeff, it's not about trying to shame somebody sometimes is you're sometimes trying to hey like you're my buddy like you know but it comes across as completely tone deaf right yeah, yeah. and and well, right. i don't know about tone deaf. at least it's coming from a, a good place you are legitimately concerned about your friend but again at the same time even if he was even if there was something wrong he hasn't told you so it's not really your business at that point if he feels like he wants to tell you that there's something going on then he'll tell you but until then I would never come up to anybody and ask, hey, do you have an improbable, inoperable disease that's slowly eating you away? Like, you're not going to do that, which is basically what you're saying by saying, hey, you've lost a lot of weight. Are you all right? So you're just you're just phrasing it differently. But the, the end result would be the same. There's no good outcome to that. So one of my favorite tips is to tell everyone how great they look at a convention and save one really nasty comment and channel it exclusively to Jeff. That way, I'm only ruining one person's weekend. Jordan, your presence ruins everybody's weekend. So don't worry about that. Piece of shit. Why is he in the channel? Oh, Jordan, uh, we've missed you, buddy. Oh, You've been away we? for have too we? long. I don't know that we have. You've been away have. for too long. Uh, Jamie is saying here, Jordan Hillman in Instagram post in 2021 that stuck with her. So uh, well, I had people said, link me that after I had my talk about it. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I know you mean well, but I kindly ask that you're not coming on my body, good or bad. I want to politely let you know it's not helpful and doesn't feel good. And Jonah yeah, said it I mean, much clear aspect than i said it but yeah that's what we're i talking. think because same thing he's his weight in hollywood has yo-yoed based on roles that he's taking yeah right? i uh i i i feel like the impact that those words sometimes have affected differently if they're just from complete strangers or when they're from people that are in your closer or inner circle way fucking you know yeah. when it's oh, a good completely. friend of yours telling you something and it's like what way the fuck man Oh my god! You know, because and, you got it at the one con just from some rando fucking strangers and yeah, Congress some city. rando strangers like, ah, oh, look, the fat predators, and I was like, really? Like, come and say that to my face, dude. Like, I'm yeah. six four, two three thirty in my freaking suit, man. <laughs> like, come on, bud. Like, like what the fuck? Just like just nasty. randomly screaming it in the convention hall, like, yeah, yeah. bullshit, terrible, terrible. Yeah. And there's nobody that should make you feel that way. But yeah, when it's a close friend. Or someone that you've known for a long time or whatever. Or even if it's someone that's, you know, you've had discussions before about weight loss or weight gain or body positivity or whatever. I was Spider-Man for a Santa Claus parade and I heard a parent say I've never seen a fat Spider-Man before. That's So that's St. Thomas Batman. He does a fantastic Miles Morales. He just put it together. I saw him at Hamilton Comic Con and he looks fucking great in it. No reason why anybody should be saying that out loud. Like, let's open no. up your personal life, uh, their, their individual. And let's, let's find out honestly it was it was kind of the same thing when i started going to the gym um just for mental health purposes um i i I just went to 
get away from the house, get away from my business, have me time away from my daughter and my husband, just run on a track, lift weights, whatever. But even some of the comments I would get from my friends, oh, well, you don't have to lose weight. Who, who says I'm there to lose weight? Who, who says that, oh, well, how, how are you feeling about your body? Is that why you're going to the gym now? N completely not. Completely mental health. But now, is there something wrong? Do you do you like me fatter? Do you, do you like me now that I've lost weight? Who now, fucking cares how they like you? It's not up to them. No, of course. But that's just the thing. Oh. Like it, it does hurt more when of it's course. Like, but even going, we'll touch, we'll dive a little deeper now on on my behalf. But even with my mom, I would, my mom would be like, um, "Oh, how's how's the weight loss journey going?" Well, I'm I'm not losing. I'm not doing this to lose weight, but I've I've lost 20 pounds. Oh, really? I she says I. It looks like you've gained weight. Why? Oh, what oh, is the po like? What is happening? Oh, like, yeah. Parents have <laughs> no like, filter. Oh, thanks. I guess I'm look worse. Like. <laughs> wow. That's so awful. as as shitty as that may feel. I mean, being a parent, I know that. Um, I guarantee you, she's not telling you that because she thinks you looks worse. You look worse, you know. Uh, again, from a place of love, but yeah, um, but it's hard to get those comments when it's from somebody that close. I mean, it's it's it's, it's not even hard. It can be infuriating. It it makes you just want to break shit. Oh, yeah. Me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me. So, a good friend of mine this year, this this past year, um got got publicly fat shamed on instagram like had made some posts and one of her followers had had made a comment on her post about how much weight she gained over the pandemic and we all immediately like all the friend group we all messaged each other like who the fuck is this guy and we all unfollowed him and blocked him and kicked him and everything else but i do remember speaking with another friend of mine that's a mutual friend of this person that got shamed and I, and again, I'm not naming names for anybody involved, but they said something along the lines of like, well, maybe that is going to be a motivational part of this particular person wanting to get healthier, wanting to get more fit, wanting to lose weight, wanting to whatever. Maybe it's maybe sometimes the shaming is a method of motivation for getting you to a better place or whatever. Uh, in fact, the person that I was talking to didn't say maybe they said that's the case. They, they were shamed. So now they're going to do better. I'm like, well, that's not really how this works for a lot of people. In fact, it can actually spiral you and make things worse. Where do you guys feel? Because I've heard other people make the argument that that especially when it comes to body shaming specifically, like if it's going to be a fat shaming, that it can motivate people to get healthier or lose weight or whatever the case may be. What are your guys' thoughts on that just in general? Is it a motivating factor for you sometimes? Is it more like a fuck you think I'm fat? Fuck you, man. I'm going to or think I'm too skinny. Fuck you. I'm going to bulk up and get huge. Like, do you think there's any level mentally where it's still not OK for them to say it? Right. But will it drive you to a specific goal now that someone has said that to you and maybe that changes your perception of yourself or what have you? No, I just get really mad. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely fucking not. Just like, no, fuck. I just yeah. like be like, all no. right, I guess never talking to you again. Yeah, yeah. no, no. Yeah. Um, you know, somebody that you will see bodybuilders that are still not happy with their bodies, that are still uncomfortable mm. in their own bodies, right? So you're not going to motivate somebody by shaming them. Yeah, that may work for a very, very small percentage of people. 
Um, there are some people that, yeah, you need to light a fire under their ass for the to, to get moving, but that's not the way to go. That's not how you treat people. Um, no. That's how you lose friends. Yeah, and I also feel like there's there's a place for these comments like if if someone's trying to quit smoking or they're an alcoholic and you're you're they want to quit drinking there's a place for motivational comments to try to help you to change your behavior but i feel in regards to the whole the weight the body type um there there really isn't a reason or a place for you to be telling someone how they should be looking it's crazy isn't it crazy and I don't think anybody ever thinks of it like like that. Like I'm I'm going to interject my opinion on how you should look to you. I'm just going to tell you that. Yeah. There's no value to either one of us. I don't know what anybody thinks anybody's getting out of it, but I'm going to project whatever it is that I think you should look like to you and expect you to adhere to my idea of what you should look like. Is there a more conceited thing you could say to somebody? Honestly, yeah, I like, feel like a lot of times, and maybe not a lot of times, but I, 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 I definitely in some occasions, I feel like that is coming out of someone who they wouldn't be comfortable with maybe cosplaying what you're cosplaying, and then they see you cosplaying, and then that's how they react. They're projecting their own they're projecting inner their own, emotions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, absolutely not an excuse. Don't get me wrong. I'm not no. excusing it at all. No um because sometimes but... i do find it too it is a conceit like like you'll get somebody that's clearly spent a lot of time on their physical appearance and then they're coming to you with like well you should do this or you could do that or or whatever and again it's not like i don't think that they're trying to i don't know improve your life in some way but jesus webman like how are you trying to tell me how i'm supposed to look Mm -hmm. I feel those comments yield the most damage when the receiver assigns it to their value as a person. If you can handle those without it attacking your self-value, you remove its power 100%. For sure. Yeah, and, and that's that's something I actually wanted to get into a, a little bit later, and and maybe we will get it, uh, into it a little bit later, but at one point, if you don't listen, then it can't hurt you. It's so right. hard, dude. It's it, so hard. It is. I, dude, I know. I know. Especially it, when you're getting it from multiple sides and yeah. from close friends. You're just yeah. like, like, what? 100%. how am I supposed to feel? Yeah, 100%. Uh, if someone asks to start the conversation and wants your advice or opinions. Then fair. That's fair. Yep. yep. Agreed. Um, but still be respectful. And yeah, like if I'm telling Jeff, hey, dude, I want to lose weight. You know, how are you doing it? You know, right. yeah, he's going to tell me how he does it. Right. Of course. Uh, Happy to help. Would if, never ever volunteer it. You know, me and Rob no. start going to the gym and we go to the gym for months and we're getting ripped and I see him stuffing his face in fucking cake. I'll be like, dude, like what the fuck, bro? Like your best you, friends. You know what but but yes, but you know right? what I mean? But that's what I, that's the point I'm trying to make, right? There yeah. are very small occasions where it might be possibly okay to do these type of things. Like if I'm asking for your opinion, but otherwise, yeah, I, no, like it's... well, especially if you guys have agreed, like we're gonna go to the gym or we're gonna keep each other honest and keep each other motivated, and then yeah, you walk by a cafe and brother's shoving six muffins in his face, you're absolutely because you've agreed, you've talked about it beforehand. We're gonna check ourselves and make sure we're both accountability. Yeah, of course, yeah, absolutely. Support. But like just out of the blue, 
Like, buddy, should you be having that third slice of pizza? No, 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 no. Fuck the fuck off. Or you should have another slice of pizza? No, 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 no. Ferme la bouche. Shut the fuck up. It's nothing to do with you. I apologize for my language, but God damn, this makes me so mad. It's the arrogance and the conceit where a lot of it comes from that makes me the angriest because, again, like we keep saying, like it's it's you're telling somebody else how you think they should look. I can't think of a more conceited thing to do to somebody. It's no, it's bananas. It'd be like going up to like JS and be like, JS, the field of work you work in is not right for you. I think you should be working in this. Here's some motivational things and some places you can look. What? Mm-hmm. What? No, that's ridiculous. You yep. can't do that. Yeah, sorry. And, and let's be honest. The reason everybody has a different reason for getting into cosplay. Of course. And, and, and maybe Melissa, you can tell us actually next how you yeah, how first. and why you got into cosplay. But I can guarantee you it wasn't because you wanted to look like a certain person. No, of course. Uh, so I got into cosplay, I think, before cosplay was a real thing. Um, back in middle school, I was in a Canadian Academy of Travel and Tourism course. And for that course, you needed a certain number of volunteer hours. Um, so we could volunteer for different organizations. And it would build up our volunteer hours for the year that we needed for our credit. Um, Back in the day, Winnipeg Zoo used to do a boo at the zoo. So it would be that they would decorate the zoo for Halloween nighttime. Everyone would come in. There were different areas and you could volunteer to be a character. And of course, they had like not using the names, making sure copyright is okay, but they had a graveyard. They had a, a kind of like story tale lane, a disco, all sorts of different things. And I remember my friends and I thinking, this is perfect for us. Who doesn't love, who, as a 13 year old, who doesn't love dressing up in a costume and going and running around a muck in a zoo after hours in the dark and scaring people or being a princess? Um, so it started off that you would get assigned a costume you were that character for the night but we just kept going year after year after year until they started allowing us to bring our own costumes and me being a sewing um wizard i guess you'd say in high school i would make all my costumes and it just turned into okay boo at the zoo's over this year what's our game plan for next year what are we gonna do what what kind of characters are we gonna create and um unfortunately around uh, around the 10th year that i volunteered this was well after high school they decided that they were going to shut it down it was going to be ending and this was right about when i met my boyfriend now husband and he was a big magic the gathering fellow and he loved going to conventions to compete in competitions and things and he said hey you like costumes and you like dressing up and why don't you just come with me and you can hang out, take a walk around, um, buy a costume, make a costume, whatever. Everything's kind of open. So I remember going to party stuff and picking like the most random costume. I think it was like Sweet Pea from Sucker Punch. Knew nothing about the movie, knew nothing about the character. It was just, oh, here, here's a cute costume. Okay, cool. And I remember stepping into the con area and just seeing kind of all the chaos and magic and everything that was going on and being like oh my god 
this is my life now. This this is where I belong. <laughs> seeing everybody, seeing all the different fandoms, seeing people not even in fandoms, seeing all the kids dressed up, people coming up for pictures, asking you about your character. It was just such a great, it, it was like my calling. I knew the second that I walked in, I was like, well, I'm home. Goodbye. All right. And then ever since then, I make a new costume every year. And now I guess this would be my 12th year cosplaying. So rest is history. But it started out with just something fun and something easy to bulk up volunteer hours being a teenager. And it turned into a whole lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, you, you get into it for the fun of it. You don't, you know Oh, of mean? course. So oh, for sure. What does it matter? What you no, it's for like. the fame and glory. Yeah. Of what does it matter what Jesus. you look like? Right. Like you're not trying to get a role on a movie set here. You're, dressing up because you know you want to go have fun you're you like a specific character or whatever the case right like it's yeah i also find that there's a big controversy against people in the cosplay community against people who make their costumes versus people who buy their costumes oh, and i find that there's that so much there's, on this a channel. there's so much shaming that For goes on sake. that that's not necessary what does it matter whether you bought it or you made it or right. someone else made it for you Co like you guys said cosplays for everybody it doesn't no person no person's costume is better than the next you're all in it for the same idea for the same goal to have fun to dress up to meet other like-minded people that are just like you and make new friends and relationships and all, all sorts of things that could blossom out of it but there shouldn't be that huge thing where oh you bought your costume oh well then it's not that good no and i get no. it like 20 years ago or 25 years ago in its infancy especially here in north america there there was no way to buy costumes you you either you had to make it and if you couldn't make it you had to learn to make it or or a lot of like husband and wife teams got into it where you know he would make the props and she would sew the costume and there was a lot of that stuff sure. and i do find some of it stems from that particular group and not to malign everybody in that group because it's certainly not everybody but i find the majority of people that i run into that are like that are from that older sort of generation of cosplayers where they didn't really have a choice but to make the stuff and so now when they see all these new generation of kids coming up through and they can just spend 200 bucks and have it in six weeks from china and it looks maybe not quite as good as something that you custom or handmade but it also didn't run them twenty five hundred dollars that's their end. That's how they're getting into the hobby there. We don't all have multitudes of time and money to dedicate or the skill or the time to learn a specific right. skill, whether it's foam or sewing or thermoplastics or 3D printing or whatever the case may be. Some of us don't have that kind of time. Some of us don't have that kind of patience. I'm sure someone could sit me down at a so I'm 49 years old. You can teach this old dog a new trick about sewing. I'm not saying I probably could learn at that point. I'm not going to. Guys, newsflash, I'm not going to learn to sew in the next however many years that I'm going to be doing this, right up until I'm cosplaying fucking Gandalf and Dumbledore. But at the end of the day, it's easy. There's never been a better time to get into cosplay because it's so popular right now. Because there's outlets that you can go to. There's Amazon. There's entire websites. There's cadres of people that will make you things and commission you things. And now there's so many different ways. Like I just said, you have thermoplastics. You have 3D printing. There's so many different ways you can get into the hobby. So why would you take the time to shame somebody for wanting to be part of what you're part of? Maybe even something that you help build. 
now that it's everywhere and we're getting these conventions all the time, why would you shame somebody just because they chose a different route to go about it than you did? And I'm not, by the way, shitting on people that have that sense of pride when they've made things. You should be proud. You made something cool. But that doesn't give you the right to shit on somebody else for not making something cool, for either paying somebody else to make something cool or to buy it from a third-party reseller. I, there's, there's, it's for everybody. What, what you, you also mean? don't go around telling people you made your costumes. I sure don't. That'd be That's lying. what I'm saying. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like, you buy your costumes, and when people yeah. ask you, you say, no, I bought it. Yeah, here's the link. Right? Like, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm right, shameless about it. For me, for me the, the shaming people because they bought their costume is stupid. But don't go around telling people you made something that you bought off a shelf or that you had. Well, yeah, food. that's just dishonest. Right? That's, of course. No, 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 no. That's that's that goes up. without saying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I've and, said it before and, and I'll say it again. I have more. I have more money than time. And I, can, I will I redefine. Make more yeah, money. Have... I can't get more time. Right. So then I, I yeah. pay for I pay French guys in Curtis, Ontario. Yeah. Money to make me cool shit. Yeah. That uh, newsflash we're going to be wearing. In March in Toronto at Comic Con, you're uh, keeping it uh, nice and safe there. Oh, it's in the bag, sir. It's all yeah. It's (laughs) not coming out until it goes on the uniform, and then it's going right back in the bag when it's done. So, Uh, fine piece of art. I I want to redefine what you know, body shaming or not body shaming, but body positivity and cosplay means to me. Because as much as I said respect earlier, it goes beyond just body shaming. like you were saying, shaming for all oh, you didn't make a cosplay. That's part of that to me. Shaming mm-hmm. people because their cosplay is made out of cardboard or because, you know, their cosplay isn't, you know, they, they just rake a kid puts a cosplay, to, a little costume together, and you can barely tell what it is, but that kid took time to of make something. For that kid, that, that costume is everything, you know? Yeah. So all of that to me goes into the realm of body positivity to me. I know it's it's a little bit more than just body shaming, but you know, when we talk about respect, you respect people, period. You know, yeah. being an asshole is being an asshole. Well, we're we're assholes, but we're we're lovable okay, assholes. Okay, fair enough. I mean, <laughs> we're we're adorable assholes that well, look like Colonel go. Sanders. Melissa, have you run into a cosplay? Because like, JS and I bo- have both already talked about it, where there may have been cosplays that we would like to do, but we don't feel personally comfortable doing it because we don't feel like we could do it justice. Have, have you run into a cosplay that you've seen? You're like, I'd really like to do that, but I don't think I would be very comfortable in that due to your own self image or your own limitations that you're putting on yourself as opposed to somebody else giving you shit for it not particularly um not particularly in a costume that i feel like i can't do but more of a costume that i feel like i can't do anymore when i first started professionally cosplaying make my making my own cosplays snow white snow white was my girl i i was the embodiment of snow white i loved playing snow white but now as i'm older i'm 33 not that old but almost um, be somewhere <laughs> but i find that i i just retired snow white over the pandemic and people were like oh why oh did you, you really want... yeah we made that the <laughs> oh, no that's okay that's okay <laughs> we made I... that picture the main picture in the thumbnail <laughs> I I will share all of my Snow White photos till the day I die. But 
<laughs> but in regards to doing it for kids events or or right. doing it for charity events um i find that now i feel like i don't fit or embody that character anymore because i'm i'm more mature it's it, it's something that i've grown out of and i know a lot of my friends and, and a lot of my fellow cosplayers were disappointed with it but it's it's just not coming to terms with getting older but kind of just saying okay i i had a great run and it was super awesome and i had a great time but now I want to do Wonder Woman. I want to do Lady Loki. More of these mature characters that are still very well known that I can wear to these events. But something that I feel embodies myself better than a younger version of me. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And I mean, I think that goes without saying that as you grow, your cosplays will grow with you. The interests that you have will change. There's nothing wrong with that, right? No, no, of course uh, I mean, I've, I've got cosplays that I've actually grown out of. <laughs> and and now I can't wear them anymore. And then I display them, right? Like I've got my Revan displayed in the prop shop, you know? Yep. And, and, you know. Yeah, I did the same thing this summer. I I, 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 um, I retired Spider-Man from the, the group of cosplays I was doing. Um, one, getting into Spider-Man shape is, is not easy when you're 49 years old. But two, getting into Spider-Man positions all day is oh, really not easy at 49 years old <laughs> and by the way i was in my 40s when i started doing spider-man but even still like even over the last like four or five years as long as i've been doing it the last time i did it was at our fan expo event and i could barely move the next day just from oh but you were a fucking trooper crouch like, you that's were down, like, no you guys were troopers all wearing day. all the heavy gear and everything else but holy mother yeah that's that's a tough gig so i get it yeah you you can age out of some of this stuff or, or at the end of the day if you're giving it up, you're giving it up on your terms because you've decided to move on from that particular character, not because someone has yes. shamed you. Nobody yeah. shamed me in that Spider-Man costume at all. I didn't get a single bad word about doing Spider-Man, but at the end of the day, it's just too rough on this old boy to get it get into the, that unitard and and try to entertain the kids anymore. So, mm-hmm. uh, Jamie, Miss Jamie, saying her first con experience was with the Geeks and Co. Comic Con twenty twenty two. Complete odd, the creativity, execution, love for the craft. It was magical. I mean, Jamie told us and when we left, she's like, I found my people. Just like you were saying earlier, she had a similar experience after her first con. She was like, oh, my mm-hmm. God, I'm hooked. Uh, Ashley's saying, I think lots of people mix up when someone says they are proud about making their costumes and putting people down who don't make their costumes. Yeah, I mean, I, I can see sometimes if somebody asks you, oh, did you, did you buy that? And it's like, no, I made it. I, I, I'm not necessarily trying to put down for example travis who bought his predator costume you know because even he's making bits and 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 again even if he didn't wasn't making bits it wouldn't matter right i'm not when i'm saying i made my predator it's not putting down somebody that's not making theirs you know what i mean that's and and no that's that's ludicrous i I, maybe there are people mixing that up I'm, i'm certainly not one of them like i said i applaud you for making that i'm proud of you for making that that's awesome as long as you don't make me feel like shit for not making mine. And the oh, only way exactly. you're going to do that is to literally say that. Like, oh, you didn't make yours. It's not as good as. Well, yeah. yeah cool, yeah, man. Yeah. Says, says you. Even considering the kind of work that you put in to get into shape for these costumes. Well, I, I mean, mean it's, you probably I mean, put more work into getting into shape. We all, we all do what we all do. So When I walked into my first con, I was in heaven. I was absolutely amazed by what people bought, made, were wearing, etc. I couldn't think of any of why any of it would be shamed. 
uh we've talked about it like it's some of it is projection there's no question there some of it is gatekeeping you, you do get a lot of gatekeeping in this community way 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 too much like well i'm the harley quinn of this particular convention or this particular city or i am the poison ivy of this and you don't do it as well as i do and i look like her and you don't shut up none of us you're dressing up like a fictional character or even maybe a real life character or maybe someone that played it in real life but that was also based on a fic like it's all pretend none of these are real people so someone pretends differently than you pretend for the pretend character and you're going to make them feel bad for that or you're going to think you own said pretend character that's you're not even the pretend character some actor is that yeah pretend character. exactly you know what i mean like it's not yes, even yes. you it's so even dumb. the actor's not the pretend it's character so They're just dumb. the actor playing so the pretend character you know i always try to compliment dumb. anyone that is cosplaying regardless of how good accurate the suit is or isn't because they are doing it uh because they're doing it 2022 is my first full cosplay year so i know how they feel says Keith L. I didn't realize that. He made a post. Keith, you made a post last week or the week before talking about how this was your first year as as a cosplayer. I didn't realize that. I thought Keith had been around, you know, like the London crowd for a while now. So nope, hey. he's he's the new fish. Hey, that's awesome. That yeah, is absolutely freaking awesome. Talking about yeah. freaking Mr. Freakish Workshop. No, it must, must be done his dinner. He's in the house. This. He's done his yeah, dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Good friend Noah, very very talented maker. Again, same thing. He makes, I buy. We're the same. Yeah. Uh, in fact, Freakish and I are part of a group that's working on a project right now. So that's that's going to be some fun stuff. I won't spill any beans because it's not my project. I'm just part of it. If Freakish wants to spill beans on that, he's he's more than welcome to. But uh, yeah, I don't know about whole, this because you're on the outside looking in. I see. I see. You know what? I'm not reading Noah's comment here. <laughs> You're fired, bud. You're fired. Uh, uh, I didn't uh, spill any I'm beans. Sure. No, I want to make sure that we're clear. I was not spilling any beans. Good points about buying and making, guys. It's a it's a point of contention for me. Yeah, and and it really, really shouldn't be. And I think part of what happens too is is a lot of these conventions have the quote unquote cosplay contest, which in reality usually turns out to be a craftsmanship contest because no one's yeah. really being judged on how they're portraying the character. They're almost always being judged on how they made. In fact, you have to have a lot of the conventions. You have to have a, a book that will show yep. like the steps that you did to make it and everything else. So, And some of the conventions I have noticed have shifted over to calling it craftsmanship contest, which is good because I think that's what it should be. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because that is, that is part and parcel of the divide that's happening and that's happened right from the get-go. Like, I've, I've judged cosplay contests. I've judged a shit ton of them. And one of the first mm. questions that we asked is, how much of that did you make or what did you make and we're checking seams and we're checking zippers and we're checking this and we're checking that and i'm realizing even as i'm doing it i'm helping to create the divide between the people that are making and the people that are buying so that's still a mentality that we have to and there have been some conventions i've gotten into now where they are starting to incorporate more of the performance aspect of it they're treating it cosplay as what it really should be which is a performance art as opposed to just a craftsmanship skills right right that is what we're doing we're portraying a character caused like jay said play it's not costuming so i'm gonna some of the guys slightly like to... disagree with you there um because i don't i mean they need to be two different things to me you can't you can't put a competition where you've got a person that is a maker right i i i, I and i've said this many times i'm a cosplayer but really down at the core i'm a maker right I wear the stuff that I make because I want to show off the stuff that I make. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm more the where I get my fun is to sit down on my table and, and sand for 
14 hours straight where, you know, Jeff would be losing his hair at this point, you know. Um, yeah, you still have a nice thick head of hair. We know you stopped sanding a long time ago. You know, we know, you know. Yeah, but see all the gray? That's, pull out the wallet now, and, and, and all, that's okay, that, too, all, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the point I'm trying to make is is when you're – the whole craftsman competition thing is that's why they're asking for build books, right? Because they want to see how you built something. Of course. And, and, and how it was done and the processes that you took and, and because it's a maker thing, right? Yeah, it's that's not what about, call it that then. Yeah, but and that's why they are now. Yeah, that's what they need to do. That's, exactly, that's, and that's, that's why they're calling think. them craftsmanship mm -hmm. competitions now, and no, they're not calling them cosplay competitions anymore. Well, too many of them still are, unfortunately, calling them cosplay competitions. And if it's going to be a cosplay competition, I think cosplay should be part of the part and parcel of what we're judging. And that a hundred percent. If it's going to yeah, be a yeah. cosplay competition, then it's a cosplay yeah. competition. Yeah, yeah, right. Completely to me, completely different things. Uh, comments are flying by here. I want to get to some here. Uh, Ali is saying I was super self-conscious both time I wore katana, but whatever. I was quite surprised people liked it. It was amazing. I loved it. You don't see katana at uh, at shows. You very, very, very rarely see people uh, cosplay katana. So it, it was wicked. Um, Jenna saying genderbag cosplays are my fab. It's the ultimate attempt to tear down those preconceived expectations. Yes, Jeff does an amazing Black Widow genderbag. Um. You're you very, very kind. Did you get that suit? I know you were saying you wanted to get something changed on the suit. Yeah, so uh, our friend Megan um, from um, Valkyrie Custom Wear uh, custom designed a Black Widow, a gender bent Black Widow suit for me. Uh, so what we're working on now for it, so I'm going to add a couple patches to it. So it's going to have the Black Widow patch, the Avengers patch. And yeah. I think there's another patch, just so it's a little more clear what I'm doing, because some yeah. people were like a little bit confused as to what it was. Uh, but then, after watching one of your videos, JS, about the the uses of EL wire, we're going to put some mesh tubing throughout mm -hmm. where the red lines already are, and we're going to put in some red EL wire so that mm -hmm. it will light up when I hit the buttons. And oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So because it's all the whole, more there's dynamic. red piping all over the place, right? So yeah, the red yeah. piping. Now, I'm telling you right now, with the L wire, bud, it, it, in the middle of a con floor, you're not going to see I it. I know. I know. It'll but mostly be for shoots and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. dude, no, no, no. it's going to look freaking nuts in the yeah. dark, man. That would be yeah. crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that should be sometime this year. There are some modifications that we've got to make to it. It, it is with our friend Megan now, and, uh, and I do utilize Megan for a lot of my commission work and stuff. Uh, she has her own business. That's, that's how she makes a living, actually, is doing a lot of, like, LARP wear and... And, mm -hmm. and uh, Viking wear and, and stuff. And now she's getting into some modern pieces too. And actually she's getting into some bridal stuff now too, Melissa. So I might be hitting you up for some advice to pass along to her or, 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 head, or having her head your way. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, at the end of the day, same thing. Like I kind of already talked about, it's 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 more, I, I still want to look good in whatever it is I'm doing. And if I have somebody in my life that I know does amazing work and I can just throw money at the problem until I look cool, I'm, I, I'm going to do that every single time. I think there's some frustration by makers towards buyers when buyers get more attention uh, from most others at cons or other places because buying does sometimes look better. At the end of the day, though, Noah, I mean, I guess it depends on what your motivations are for getting into costume and going to a con in the first place. Are you there for you or are you there for them? Uh, if you're bringing joy, if you're increasing someone's appreciation of a fandom, does it really matter? If it was yeah. bought or sold or if it was made or whatever. Like, I get if you were blood, sweat, and tears 
and someone just walks by you and something similar that they bought and you spent hundreds of hours making somebody and they're getting the lion's share of the attention and you're not, I can get how that would be discouraging for you. But at the end of the day, that's neither of you. You chose to make it. They chose to buy it. Theirs went over a little bit better than yours. They should be shamed then because they bought it. Uh, I could see the frustration aspect on your part, but that then you get into the whole like, does that mean that I should be mad at a 21 year old girl that can walk in in a bikini and get the lion's share of attention and call it cosplay? Well, because cosplay is co exactly cosplay where is I was going to go with it. Exactly. Exactly. I'm not shaming her for how she's choosing to cosplay that. I literally just saw a post on Reddit on the front page of Reddit. It's got over 10,000 upvotes and it's a girl in a bikini. That's that's the entirety of the cosplay. Oh, I think she might be wearing a wig. Uh, and again, I'm not shaming. That's a cosplay. She's cosplaying mm -hmm. a character and the character looks just like that. The character wears a bikini with that color hair. So it's not like it's not accurate. But at the end of the day, it's she's wearing three pieces of like it's a, like it's a two piece right. bathing suit and a wig and getting a huge, huge amounts of attention. Is that frustrating for guys like us that are trying to, you know, put stuff together and get out and get noticed? Sure, I could see that. But at the end of the day, I'm going to shame that person because they're doing something that people enjoy no of course i'm not no it's for everyone do it any way you want as long as you're not hurting anybody you're not hurting anybody wearing a bikini no. wear a bikini if that's what you want to do even if you're a guy wear a i don't care do whatever you want to do just yeah as long as you're not hurting anybody so yeah i i do i i appreciate what noah's saying i'm not saying that it, it can be disheartening but as long as you don't then turn your nose up or, or shame or shit on the, the person that bought the costume. It also comes back to your own confidence, though. It, it's the same thing with with um, cosplay or craftsmanship contests. Um, I know that two years ago, I did a variant Scarlet Witch. I won Best in Show for Artisan. Super excited. Wasn't expecting anything. Entered into the costume contest this past October with my Sailor Moon. And um, my daughter accompanied me on the Sunday, which was the day that they were announcing who had won and, and the awards and things like that. And she says, well, I really I really hope you win. And I said, well, I hope that I would, too. But that's not why I created this costume to say that I'm the best of something. And I didn't end up placing and that's completely fine. And, and my daughter said to me after she says, well, mommy, I'm really sad for you. And I said, I'm not. I said, I had a great time. I walked around the con. I had pictures with thousands of people. I had people screaming at me from across the, mo the, the room, Sailor Moon, oh my God, Sailor Moon, running up to me, stopping me for photos. Um, I find that if, if you're not cosplay, if you're cosplaying strictly to say that you're better than somebody else, you have you have no business in cosplay or strictly for winning contest I, I have had a couple oh, of friends sure. that have entered into contest expecting to win the contest and when they didn't they were very upset or they were very angry or they were very sad or they were very whatever and like that's that, i mean again your motivations are your motivations i'm not trying to shame anybody for why they do what they do but you really are kind of setting yourself up a little bit there right like it's of course. like we all do it for different reasons i get that but man oh man if you're just entering contests just to win contest and when you don't you're just completely destroyed how is that can't be fun for you that's gotta suck i like mean that's why the, go ahead oh no um like at the end of the day for me i won i won i was the winner in the entire thing because i got to cosplay a character that i've wanted to cosplay since i was a little girl sailor moon was my mm -hmm. idol i've always dreamed of cosplaying her and finally with the 
body positivity and the confidence that I've grown, I felt comfortable enough creating this costume and I didn't create it because I wanted to go and be like, look, look at me. I'm, I'm so much better than the bot cosplays or I'm, I'm so much better than other people. But at the, at, like I said, at the end of the day, I won because everyone was super happy to see me. I was super proud of myself. Um, I have my cosplay on display in my bridal studio and I love talking about it. I love showing people pictures. Um, I also love getting feedback in regards to the conventions and, and the craftsmanship competitions as well and just saying, hey, because everybody's looking for something different. You should never go in with the mentality that you're going to walk out with something. Um, at, at the end of the day, there's always someone who's going to be better than you. But if you are happy with what you've created, then you'll never lose. Yeah. I mean, you're getting into a contest specifically for the, for a reason, right? So, and you've got to be able to roll with the punches and take the good with the bad. Again, I'm not trying to shame anybody for motivations. If you want to enter contests or contests, but yeah, if you're just entering it expecting to win every time and then you don't, then you get all like deflated from that. Yeah. That could maybe, maybe modify the expectations, not the motivations. That's, mm -hmm. I think that's probably the key, right? Mm -hmm. Going back to a little bit about what you were saying earlier, Melissa, um, mm -hmm. Jen is asking, uh, I would like to hear Melissa's take on being cognizant of what we say around our body, about our bodies with little impersonable ears. Oh, yeah. You know, sometimes women, moms say about themselves in front of little girls, daughters can have negative impact. Oh, uh, for sure. Um, for me growing up in a household, I'll, I'll go back to the parent thing. My mom wasn't the most supportive person. Um, she, my mother is an older mother, um, someone more grandmother, I don't even know, more of a grandmother stature for age rather than what your normal mother-daughter um, age gap would be. But I grew up in a household where my mom was constantly monitoring what I ate, um, constantly monitoring everything about me in regards to how I looked and that's a generational thing for her because she grew up in a completely different generation, a different time. But I always knew that when I became a mom that I wanted no part of that. I, I went through all of my high school years feeling absolutely terrible about myself. And now looking back at high school photos, I, I would just think like, wow, I, what an idiot. Why did you waste all of these years not, wearing costumes because you, you I thought that I looked completely different than what I did and not being confident in myself and just always having kind of that voice at the back of my head like no you you should be eating something or you shouldn't be eating something or do you really need to do this while you could be doing that sort of thing um and that was a big thing when I found out that I was having a little girl a little daughter that I really wanted her to grow up with not with the mentality that I grew up with so I'm very vocal about um, everything from eating to health makeup um, my daughter is completely the opposite of me she's lucky she has her father's metabolism but uh, she is a little string bean <laughs> and it, it goes both ways too because I have a lot of people that come up to me and they'll be like oh is she eating enough like oh well she's so thin it's her body it's it's her body and that's fine and it doesn't matter whether this is your exactly exactly <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, what would you like? No, she has leukemia. Like, what? What would you? What are you? 
What a horrible interaction. Absolutely. No, we don't feed her. We only feed her once every three days. Well, and like with my daughter, she she just turned 10 in October. She, um, she We just measured her the other day and she's just below five feet, but she's 54 pounds. Now this kid will eat full-size meals. She eats day, night. It She's active. She runs everywhere. She's literally catapulting herself all over the place. Like it, it's her metabolism. But to go up to a kid and say, oh, well... Are, are, is she getting enough to eat? Like, what are you feeding her? Like, oh, are you hungry? Leave her alone. She's 10. Leave her alone. She eats. She's happy. Like, there, there's a, there's no time and place to ever criticize a child. And so I immediately shut that down. And I always have very long chats with my daughter about things like that. Um, same thing with the cosplay, though. Um, she she's starting to get into cosplay wanting to cosplay characters and she says well i i don't really know if if i would fit this character and i said well, why not why not it doesn't matter you're going to dress like that character i and i explained to her all the time i said well i cosplay characters with blonde hair do i have blonde hair no i don't but it it, it it's fun it's not meant to be something that you have to be that character um i find that she she's growing up good though she's she's smart but uh but yeah it's it's a tough subject being a mom and hearing that about your kid and wanting to make sure that they grow up with the confidence to ignore those comments coming from people and also realizing that not to take comments like to take it with a grain of salt, so to speak, from family members, because going back to what we touched on, that some people think that they're motivating you or they're helping you by saying it and just kind of, yeah, I don't know. I'll get all flustered about it, but. <laughs> this means you're passionate it, about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Any Anything in regards, anything in regards to my daughter, it's like full mama bear but we love cosplaying together and and I tell her that what regardless of what cosplay she wants to do I'm always down for it and she she's still got that like beautiful kid mentality where when I dress up a, as a character even though she's she's watched the shows with me she's read the comics with me she she sees me as that character she doesn't see me oh well Wonder Woman is this size or or Snow White is this size. She just sees that character because it's all about the confidence. It's about the embodiment of the character. It's not particularly about the looks. It's about how you feel and how you make other people feel by radiating off that positive energy. Kids just buy into it. Oh, for sure. I mean, even if your cosplay is not correct yep they just if there's anything to represent that character they just buy into it you know there's an innocence there that is fantastic right and and, and i feel like and maybe this is me being an idiot but i feel like cosplayers we, we kind of never grew out of that a little bit right like we're still big kids inside and and oh, we have sure. that fantastical you know, I, I I don't know if I'm saying this right, but yeah. Anyway, no, you are. It's the it's the ultimate celebration of a fandom. The, the, how yeah. how yes. much more could you celebrate a fandom by then taking on a persona or portraying one of the characters from your fandom? Mm -hmm. 
an exchange with that other person. I've said this before. That's for me, that's what cosplay is. It's giving people access to a fandom that they otherwise wouldn't be able to have access to. Mm-hmm. They don't get to meet Chris Evans as Captain America, but they can meet me dressed in a very accurate Captain America suit and they can share that experience. They can access that fandom in a way that they never would have been able to access it before, either through reading the comics or watching the film. They can have a live interaction with it. And yeah, it's a bit of escapism for both people. Escapism for me, because I get to dress up like somebody else and get to pretend to be somebody else for a while. And they get to escape a little bit by having fun with the fandom that they already love and enjoy. Yeah. How many times do you get somebody, like you were just saying, Melissa, somebody from across a con. When I first started doing Negan from The Walking Dead, I had vendors that would tell me to stop coming around their booth. I had people that would stop. I would be walking down the street to the con. They would stop their cars to scream obscenities at me. You have a power. You have a power to affect other people emotionally because they're so invested in the fandom that you're representing. There's no other way for them to experience that unless you're doing that. So that's Mm -hmm. for me, that's what cosplay has always been. It's that covenant that I'm making with that other person. Like you and I love this thing. This is how we're going to celebrate this thing. I'm going to dress up like the thing. You love the thing I'm dressing up like. This is this. How is this going to turn into this is this is the whole point of this podcast. This should be a positive experience every single time. There should never be a time where she get negative. You know, oh, that your bat's not right or those boots are inaccurate or fuck. You know what I'm doing, right? As long as you know what I'm doing, as long as the kids know what I'm doing, what difference does it make if I don't have the right color gloves on? Like, who cares? Everybody knows what I'm doing. I have the shield and everything. I'm clearly doing Captain America. That eight year old thinks I am Captain America. Settle down a little bit. This is this yeah. is a cool interaction for everybody involved, right? So mm-hmm. I love creating. I love making things and showing it off. But my favorite part is the enjoyment others get while I am just being a giant yes. kid and playing in a costume. I'll oh, tell you what, that's sure. that's from our friend Steve, who's grew in London. I've met thousands, probably at this point, tens of thousands of cosplayers over the, the seven or eight years that I've been doing this. I have yet to meet a person that enjoys it on the level that Steve does when he gets into that group cosplay. Because that dude will get in that thing for four people or 40,000 people. And he'll do it for 40 minutes or 14 hours. Like, he doesn't care. That guy loves being in that suit. And he loves the reactions that he gets when he goes out. And say, uh, by the way, same as Keith. This is this, this is Steve's first year doing this. Yeah, that's Guys, incredible. If you get a chance, no, it's insane. If you get a chance, go check out Groot underscore in underscore London on Instagram and see what this guy has managed to put together with his cosplays it's insane his and his is like nine feet tall like no it's, it's crazy town it's wow. crazy and he's yeah, still yeah. doing stuff to it he's still building stuff on it. he's still improving it um i remember when i first met him i was judging a cosplay contest that he had entered in it was the first one he entered in and we had to duck his head to get in the doorway to get into the big huge open area that we were doing the judging for i was like steve is the goat yeah man it's just for the, it's for Steve, it's the love of the game. Like that dude loves doing it so much. And I think it comes back to what we were just talking about is, is, is providing that experience for people. He loves the reactions that he gets. And mm-hmm, yeah. let me tell you, when a nine foot tree comes over, he, he, he gets reactions, boy. Let me tell exactly. you, it's, exactly. oh my God, hi guys. YouTube wouldn't let me comment. Well, here we are. Yeah, oh, you're on dream. Facebook. Oh my goodness. We got a Facebook comment. We never, ah, I live in the dream is on Facebook. Watch there you go. Nice. Uh, Jen is saying his his cosplay attitude is infectious. It really is. Yeah. I mean, it's um, yeah, for sure. Uh, freakish saying here, and not even kids. Some of my favorite con goers are people who probably don't leave their home very often, but at a con, and with their oh. five characters, feel comfortable enough to be out and about. It, it, there are a lot more people like that than you think. 
um, you know, when you fill Toronto Metro Convention Center with 78,000 people or 178,000 people or whatever the hell it was, you could tell a lot of those people are not comfortable in crowds, but mm -hmm. it's Fan Expo. Oh, of and course. They'll come over to take a picture with you because you're your you're fairy character, right? Like, look at the experience you had in Batman. Right. No, dude, look at the experience you guys had in the Predators on Saturday. I, I mean, we yeah. had we had a line of people. I don't know how long to the point where we had to get somebody else to manage the line to come <laughs> get pictures with the Predators. That's how crazy that line got, just to get a picture with a couple guys in a costume. That's that's you're affecting that many people on that level and you're bringing them joy. And we were, by the way, we were doing it for free, like just free photos of the predators in our booth with our setup and our everything crazy town. Yeah, dude. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm getting mm -hmm. a better than that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, living the dream is saying when you start making cosplay friends, you find yourself in public a lot more Toronto district district. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Harken back to the Santa predators. That was something as no, well. No, I do find if we go back to the shaming a little bit, I do find that that you can and maybe maybe Melissa, you were kind of talking about this a little bit. Sometimes it's it's not the kids, it's the parents, and sometimes it's the non-nerds. Sometimes it's the people that oh, just for sure. don't get it. No, those people seem to want to throw the you know throw the shame hammer around a little bit more liberally sometimes than, than maybe our fellow geeks and nerds that at least get what we're trying to do. Has that been your experience as well? I would say so. Yeah, um, yeah I. I find my most negative experiences have come from people that just, they're not part of the, the fandom community or the cosplay community and they just don't get it. Yeah. And in those instances, again, you just have to kind of take it with a grain of salt, but it, it, it still sucks hearing it either way. 100%. Like, and it on. does at least still seem to be getting a little like, more mainstream now, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like all the biggest movies are, are superhero movies now. And, you know, anime has taken off such, in such a huge, huge way from where it was, you know, even 10 years ago, let alone 20 years ago. So mm -hmm. it's not like this little niche hobby that a few guys in their basement are watching. Now it's like mainstream stuff, like thousands and thousands and thousands of people. So at least that's getting a little bit better. But yeah, I, some of the some of the shittiest comments I've gotten from people have just been people that are just not they just don't get it. They're just no, not in that life. Right. So. Yeah, not only are they not part of the fandom, but they also aren't necessarily part of the whole con thing and the cosplay thing, and you know, right. so they don't understand. Because when you, you start know? doing this, sometimes you'll start doing it like like she was just saying, like like living the dream was just saying. You're doing it like outside of a convention. I remember doing Rock the Park here in London, which is a four day music festival, and I was hired as a cosplayer to help promote a new TV service that was coming one of our telecommunications company was introducing tv so they were like we want cosplayers that cosplay tv characters and at the time negan was like the biggest character on tv so i'm like yeah i'll come of and course. do that so i was there for four days well no one coming to that rock concert a knew we were going to be there and b expected to run into cosplayers so while i had my picture taken literally thousands of times and the overall experience was wonderful there were all kinds of shitty comments we got from people yeah because they just they didn't it didn't they compete didn't it. for them. Why are you guys here dressed up like this in this middle of this rock concert? Why not? One, we were hired. To, we were hired to do it. Two, I'm hoping we're enhancing the experience because we're promoting this new thing. And three, shut up and have some fun for fuck's sakes. Like, mm -hmm. that's why we're here. It was the middle of July. I'm wearing a leather jacket and a scarf. Cut me some goddamn slack. I'm dying over here. But like you said, a lot of people just don't get it. 
No, they yeah. didn't. And and they, to be fair, way more people got it than didn't. But I mean, I, I think on the Saturday alone, that event drew fifteen thousand people, and they had to walk by us to get to the thing. So it's not like they weren't seeing us. So all fifteen thousand of those people saw us, and yeah, overwhelmingly positive. But yeah, just the sheer number of people that didn't get it way too many crappy con, con mm. and not even just to me i had some other fellow cosplayers there with me and they were getting shit on too i'm just like this guy's like what's <sighs> yeah yeah how do we change this what can cosplayers do to turn these moments around melissa why don't you start what, what do we do to combat no let's let's get away from the combat aspect of it what do we do to promote body positivity <laughs> i it's continuing having these conversations because if we don't bring it up, it, nothing is going to change. Um, we really need, it, it's the same thing with the mental health. If we just push it aside, it, it's only going to get worse. It's only going to get stronger in a negative aspect. Um, I feel like we just need to keep talking, like you guys said, bringing this up more frequently. We just need to keep bringing up this topic of conversation and having positive conversations about it um unfortunately with a lot of things we can't change the way that other people react or how other people are going to see this but if it if listening to us or anybody talk about this is going like help someone kind of change their own mentality about how they even even if it's going to change their mentality about how they're projecting on other people and they stop to think, hey, you know what, maybe JS is right. Maybe my comment came across in a way that maybe wasn't in the nicest of favors. If it even makes one person stop to think about how they've spoken to someone in the past and just grow going forward, then it's just going to it'll it'll be kind of like a snowball effect where it'll just keep overpowering and overshadowing all of those negative things and eventually hopefully um hopefully there will be more people talking about this and and bringing it up and bringing it to light yes uh, same keep the conversation going and just remember guys shaming is shaming i don't want to harp on this but it's not just about fat shaming and fat phobia again i know that's part of the body positivity movement but whether they're old whether they're short whether they're skinny whether they're missing a limb whether they're disabled whether they have they have a mental illness it doesn't matter shaming is shaming is shaming so the only way we move away from that is that we're positive about all bodies all people be complimentary and if you and who did someone said it earlier it's the eight old adage your grandmother probably said it you can't say something nice shut the fuck up that's not how that goes but you know what i'm saying like if you can't say don't something say nice all. don't say anything at all because <laughs> No one's asking you for your opinion. Yeah. Your opinion doesn't really matter when it comes to how I look or how I'm presenting myself. So at the end of the day, if you can't be complimentary, you don't have to say anything at all. You can just keep your mouth closed. And that goes for, I mean, and again, by the way, JS and I taking the piss out of each other because we're brothers and we're friends and we just have fun, like getting each other's goat. That's not what we're talking about. Have fun with your friends. Obviously your close friends, but I still would never go to JS at some point and be like, in a serious manner, be like, dude, you're getting really like thin on top or you're getting really like 
thick around the way. Like you should do like thin on top, dude. No, no, no. Beautiful head of hair on that man. Dude, no, 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 no. You're, you're, you're gonna beautiful lose your head of hair. I do, bud. No, no, no. no. Right Super beautiful head of hair. <laughs> but I would never in a million years say anything like that to him on a serious basis, as close as close as he and I are, because it's just why there's no there's no reason for me to impart my opinion or my will on how he looks. And besides, mm-hmm. look at that man. Look how beautiful that man. Are you oh, fucking please. kidding me? Look please. at how gorgeous that man so is. So I, uh, oh. I, I, I agree uh, with both of you. I look pretty good. No, I'm just kidding. Damn right. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I agree. We need to keep talking about it. I, I, you know, when you're in the situation, it's, it's easy to let yourself want to fight fire with fire. It's easy to want to confront somebody and tell them off and rip into them. Um, I've always been of the state of mind that you're never going to convince anyone of something or change their mind about something by screaming at them. So as much as, like I was saying earlier, when that guy screamed about the fat predator, you know, in, in the convention, I was ready to go. Like, come on, dude. Like, uh, let's go. It's not the way to go about it. No, it's not. You know, it really isn't. Yeah. Uh, We need to keep talking about it. We need to, you know, and and maybe we need to address it when they when these things happen. And instead of screaming at somebody or or whatever the case is, tell them, hey, that that was hurtful, man. Yeah, it's not okay. It's not okay. Yeah. Why? Why would you say something like that to me? Or yeah. You know, why would you say something like that in front of your kid? You know, your kid is is totally into this and you are trying to spoil it for them, you know? Yeah. And, and I, I think talking is better than screaming, but we do need to keep talking about it. We, You know, I, I feel like people need to talk about their experiences because mm-hmm. every once in a while somebody will say something and you'll be like, oh, well, fuck, I, I've, I've done that. Like, I never even thought of it that way. Or I've had that happen to me, and why did I feel like such garbage afterwards? Oh, that's why. Because someone was interjecting their opinion about me when they had no right to do so. Absolutely. And don't be afraid to call people out. I know some people, a lot of people avoid conflict uh, or have conflict avoidance and, and, and and social anxiety, and I get all that, man. I'm not telling you to go out and confront these people. But like JS just said, man, if we're not talking about it, if you don't know you've done wrong, you don't know you've done wrong. You had that experience yourself, JS. You didn't know that was wrong until someone said, hey, man, that probably didn't make them feel very good. Now you know. If no one tells you, you don't know. And you keep going around doing that. So the education piece, 100%. In my defense, Jeff, I was hungry and I made the Colonel Sanders comment. (laughs) Allie, I I understand. I appreciate it. And if I didn't already have a ton of cosplay plans for this year, it would not be out of the question. But even though I'm not a huge fan of KFC, but I mean, I think that it's something you need to consider. Yeah, it's something you need to consider. No, I have enough, dude. I don't have unlimited funds. I I have money, but geek cosplaying characters uh, you love, not that you look like. Yeah, whatever, whatever makes you happy at the end of the day, you decide who you want to cosplay and how you want to cosplay. As long as you're not hurting anybody else, that's what you're going to do moving forward. And if it makes you more comfortable to do it in your lane, cool. If you're comfortable doing stuff wildly out of your lane, like gender bent or classically, this character looks like this, but I look like that. Again, as long as we're not talking about something that's like, like a cultural, like don't be doing blackface, don't, don't like, like, like be smart, but do whatever the fuck you want. Just don't hurt me. I I, 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 I know I keep harping on these little minutiae, but 
I want to point out, you know, there's nothing wrong with appreciating when somebody comes up to you and says, oh, my God, you look just like the character. Like when you're as naked, of course. you know, of course, there's, there's, there's I eat that shit up. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Uh, but. I don't think you got into cosplaying Negan to get that reaction. No. Right. Like, no. Because the it's, second the second thing I did was Superman and nobody love that like like <laughs> i had people flat out tell me like i don't like that cosplay on you i'm like cool i'm not doing it for you i'm, I'm doing it for me and i'm doing it for the kids so yeah. it doesn't really matter so yeah every now and then you can still step out of your lane yeah if it's a character you're passionate about it was a particular version of superman that i was really, really passionate about wanted to do it paid somebody to make me the costume i absolutely loved wearing it i still have it i still wear it sometimes i love it not everybody else loves it but because I don't look anything like Superman, and that's okay. You, we get to do doesn't that. Doesn't matter. Right? So yeah, yeah exactly. it absolutely doesn't matter. Yeah, do it for me. So uh, to that same point uh, again, living the dream is saying don't look anything like a lady predator, but oh shit, three cost plans. Someone spilling you know, some beans she's already over there. Spilling beans. <laughs> oh shit, bean spillers, bean spillers all around. BD bean cleanup on aisle five. Uh, I'm telling you, I'm gonna need to make a five. t-shirt with a, like a, a, a can of bush beans that's open with beans spilling out. You know. <laughs> Uh, that would be a really good merch idea for the geeks yeah. for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey guys, we've been on for almost an hour and a half. Um, was there, I mean, before we do our sign off and pitching, whatever we want to pitch any, any final thoughts that you guys want to, I don't know, get off your chest before we go. Melissa, you're the guest. Is there anything final you want to leave us with on this topic? One, yes, actually. Uh, one thing that I do really want to touch on um, in regards to kind of my business aspect is a lot of people think that body positivity and body shaming and feeling insecure about yourself is only subject to people that are particularly curvier or overweight or things like that. But as a bridal seamstress, the amount of gorgeous women I see is unreal coming in beaming wearing their wedding dresses obviously happy gonna be the happiest day of their life um but insecurities happen to everybody and a lot of people I feel maybe don't realize that I find the most insecure people that I have come in are gorgeous 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 women that are of all shapes and sizes i have girls that are size two that say oh you know is there anything you can do to kind of hide this back roll here or i don't like how my hips look in this and and insecurities isn't kind of a niche thing just to one particular weight group or or things like that it, it happens to everybody so you you might see someone walking down the street and think like oh man I really wish that I could could look like her I wish that I could cosplay the character just like she's cosplaying but meanwhile you don't realize that they're thinking probably the exact same thing about you um and that they have their own insecurities that they're they're kind of fighting with there um but ev everybody has them male female whether you're a size double zero whether you're a size 20 that's again just going back it's, it's a conversation that we have to keep having because there's so many more aspects than just j just the body shaming and the the cosplay community and those niche groups because it happens to way more people than you would think mm -hmm. 
I want to say happens to almost everybody. Uh, the, oh, for I feel sure. like the majority of people getting into these costumes will have some sort of body image issue of some sort, right? Or self-consciousness of some sort. And, I mean, you know, as much as I don't want anybody to be self-conscious, I mean, it's a reality and it's okay to be self-conscious. So... People have to keep that in mind, right? It doesn't matter what somebody looks like. It doesn't matter what body type they have. You got to think before you flap your damn gums. Yeah. You know? Uh, Jordan is saying goodnight. Goodnight, buddy. Hope you have a good one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Great having you early. And, Bye, uh, Jordan. Fire it hard right off the bat. Yes, yes. Fuck. Can't wait to see that little punk again. <laughs> Uh, Melissa, thank you so much for Thanks joining for us having tonight. Me. It was amazing. Uh, we definitely need to have you back at some point. Uh, sure. Is there anything you want to pitch? Maybe your your business website. Uh, I mean, anything at all before we go. Uh, if you want to see more about my cosplay, even just regular quirky mom life or my business life, you can follow me on Instagram at Serenity Cosplay. And if you want to follow me on my business Instagram, that'd be awesome too. And that's Serenity Creations. But thanks so much for having me, you guys. No, of course. It was hey, our pleasure. Very, very welcome. I'm super passionate about bo body positivity and and mental health and, and so many different things. So it's just nice to get out there and speak more about it and, and kind of bring it up. Absolutely. No, 100%. Uh, yeah, same with me, guys. So Messiah Complex Cosplay across all social media. Thankfully... There's nothing going on right now, but I can tell you without getting too bean spilly that the Geeks & Co. have been speaking a lot in the last day or two, starting to finalize some plans. So we're probably going to kind of piece it out for you guys. So we kind of already finalized what we're going to be doing for Toronto Comic-Con. Mm -hmm. uh, we did mention at the top of the broadcast, we are going to be doing a Star Trek day on Friday. So if you're going to be attending Toronto Comic-Con and you have a Star Trek cosplay or you know somebody that has a Star Trek cosplay, let them Friday know what we're going to do. Day. We're going to do a big meetup on Friday. We've got a very special guest joining us for that particular day, bringing an amazing cosplay. We're going to announce that soon uh, after we make sure that everything's going to work out on that end. Uh, but yeah, we're all going to be there in our best Star Trek cosplays. Uh, I know Star Wars is always the soup du jour, but uh, it's time for Star Trek to get a little love with the Geeks & Co. So keep an eye on that, and then we'll we'll talk about future uh, cosplay plans and, and convention plans as we finalize them on our end. And understand, too, guys, especially for some of these cons, we it may be mere weeks before the con happens before we know for sure if we're going to be there in an official capacity. So keep watching this space. Uh, check out the Geeks & Co. Instagram channel. Um, and yeah, you can subscribe to my stuff because I try to reshare everything that they share. So we're all in this together. Uh, yeah, that's all I'm pitching is our stuff. So what about yeah, you, we don't we don't really have anything as far as events go before Toronto Comic Con, at least not yet. Right. Uh, if it's anything that comes up, we'll definitely let everybody know. Uh, next week on the podcast, we've got uh, an elegant weapon. Oh, nice. Who... I'm hoping we're going to be able to make it work this time. Oh, I'm sure we will. Uh, we tried to have him on a few weeks ago, and and again because of the stupid dual setup we were trying to do, it wasn't working um, very well. So uh, he is coming back next week. Uh, the week after that, we've got uh, Chris from GameCon, uh, who would be yes. with us. 
Cool. Um, I am hoping that uh, Miss Jane Hustle or Living the Dream will be uh, on the podcast as well with him since she is heavily involved with GameCon. So we've got a couple uh, good shows coming up over the next few weeks. I think, like Jeff said, we don't really have anything up until Toronto Comic Con, but I don't want to spoil too many beans for, for yes, that. Yes, I think we spilled enough beans. Yep. Yet. Yep. Uh, but I think that's going to be it. Thanks again, everybody, for uh, giving us a listen. Or a watch. Hey, if you're watching, you guys are amazing to watch these ugly mugs for, you know, the last hour and 30 minutes and 52 seconds. Hey, hey, hey. Our guest is not uh, ugly Well, fair enough. I was mainly right? talking about me and you, Jeff. Yeah, but, yeah, you yeah. Know. I appreciate that. Uh, guys, if you haven't liked the video, please, please take two seconds. Leave us a like. Subscribe to the channel. It really, really helps us out. It helps propagate the, pro- the podcast. It helps bring more people in. Make sure if you're going to do anything for us, Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. We really, really appreciate it. If you're listening on your favorite podcast platform, well, hey, thanks for giving us a listen. We always appreciate everybody. Um, we get a couple hundred views now. Oh. Like between views and listens, so, yeah. you know, a week. So Creeping up. You know, hoping 2023 is going to keep that momentum going. But I think that's going to be it for this week. So make sure you stay geeky, everybody. We'll see you next time. <laughs>